This is a Chippewa Valley Geek Podcast with the Blues Review Special Bulletin Podcast. Folks, this is Brian again, and I am introducing the special bulletin number two podcast to the Chippewa Valley Geek. Now, what's going on here? If you listen to the last full episode eight, I put a spell on you. Towards the end, there was, uh, of course, the Gary Con coverage, and I had a conversation with Scott Deal and David Langton of CMX Games about their new game in process, Copper Country. Now, what's going on? The Kickstarter for that game is kicking off in about a week on May 13th, so just to help them out a little bit, I've gone ahead and pulled the interview from that portion of the podcast out into a separate pod here, which you'll hear on its own special feed to help get the word out. So by all means, give uh, the interview a listen again here, and while you do that, go ahead and check out ks.cmxgames.com. That'll link to the Kickstarter as soon as it goes live, otherwise it'll just go out to the CMX Games page. Let's a so I'm here with David Langton and Scott Deal of CMX Games, the makers of Copper Country, a new game which we've just played here at GaryCon. Can you guys give me the high-level overview of what the game's all about? So in Copper Country, each player is taking on the role of a mining company, and you're going to be competing for copper with the other players. And the player who produces the most copper by the end of the game is the winner. From a mechanic standpoint, it is a hand management area control game in the face of diminishing resources. We've just played this game, and obviously it's very fascinating from a gameplay functionality standpoint, but I also got the sense from playing it that this is a very historically researched game, for example, with the local businesses. Are they actually local businesses? Am I getting the correct sense from that? Yes, everything in this game, as far as you can make it and still have game mechanics revolve around them, is historically accurate. Uh, my dad spent thirty more than 30 years at Michigan Tech University as a professor teaching history of technology uh, and researched and wrote four books about the history of Copper Country specifically, so he has been our historical advisor throughout this process. And uh, basically, you know, anybody that has uh, lived in the area, vacationed in the area, got a school in the area, will recognize the uh, game board, the map on the game board being of the Keweenaw Peninsula, and they will also recognize some of the local businesses and, and historic events, the strike of 1913, Michigan College of Mines, uh, and so on. Or so like mining yeah. Yep. Uh, one of the fun things about this also has been that and we played this game with people who have never heard of the Upper Peninsula even, let alone Copper Country itself, and they get really into the theme, and I feel like, you know, we're not trying to teach anybody with this game, but I feel like you really do end up learning something about the industry and about a little bit of history of uh, where we grew up. Yeah, a really unique corner of the, the country and, and history. Definitely for a history buff like myself, and it definitely added an extra dimension of fascination with the game, not just seeing what was going on with the board, but also what card was going to come up next. Now, you mentioned a couple months here, probably you're going to take this live with the Kickstarter. What are the plans with that? What's the status as of now? So, Dave started developing this game sometime uh, last February, january So, about a year and a half, and most of that time, we've been focusing on the rules, on making sure that the game plays really well, that it's that's a fun game to play, that there's interesting decisions to make, and so on and so forth. So, we've been taking it to a lot of game design events, and getting people's feedback on the gameplay, chewing on that, modifying the rules, and so forth. 
at this point, we feel like we're pretty happy with the rules, 98, 99% happy, uh, maybe even more than that now that we've been trying out these last few tweaks uh, these last couple of weeks. So we're still taking it around the plane. We're still really interested in, in people's feedback and, and sort of confirming our, our belief about that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully yes, uh, we're willing to be disproved. Uh, but the other thing that we need to do is build our audience, uh, build awareness for the game, uh, and make sure that if we do bring this to Kickstarter, that it will be a success, that there is enough demand uh, for this game to make it happen. And so that's what we've been doing, going to conventions, and, uh, and we've sent this board game uh, to a lot of our friends. Uh, All right, so we have, we've got playtest kits right now in Seattle, San Diego, Boston, Kansas, uh, ourselves in Madison, uh, plus more coming soon. And we'll hopefully send some to some video reviewers before we kick start. Yep. But, uh, right one lined now, up so far. Yep, and probably get another one, another two. And uh, so hopefully if everything looks right in about a month, we'll be able to make the decision whether or not to uh, launch it on Kickstarter. Yeah, if everything goes well, we'll launch uh, in the middle of May. Yep. And you mentioned the test kits. I, I just want to say this is actually beautiful. The map, the board, you. the pieces. Uh, you guys really did your homework putting this prototype together. It's, it's a beautiful looking game. And if the end product comes out like this, was, was it difficult getting the prototype set up? Like, uh, so you know? We've done a lot of very hard work with our artist, Christopher Park, uh, Plant Monster on Twitter. <laughs> you know, going through historical photograph after historical photograph to make sure we get the feeling right. And they're really like working and honing down the style of the cards themselves and the board. Uh, so we have a very consistent art style, and it's a little different, you know. It's not cartoony, and it's not too real. It's a, it finds a nice middle ground, I think. It's a little gritty, but it's still a bit, a bit impressionistic. Yeah, I'm really happy with the way the game looks, and we get a lot of compliments both on the look of the game and, and the theme. Dave has really become an InDesign master over the last like uh, six <laughs> months or so, putting all this together. Yeah, I do uh, a lot of the graphic design for the game, but yeah. the illustrations, that's not me. Yeah. Well, it, gameplay is fascinating as well. I, I got the impression that there were... Definitely multiple levels. The more you learn about the game, the more you're going to get out of it in terms of gameplay and uh, pissing off your fellow players. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's how you like to play, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? And uh, again, yeah, any game that features a Cornish pasty as a functional element of gameplay has me in 200%. So thank you for bringing this to the con to be checked out. And uh, definitely keep me in the loop when the Kickstarter comes up. And uh, we'll let the three subscribers know <laughs> uh, when it goes live. All right, yeah. great. Thanks a lot. We're glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, once again, that was the interview. Thanks for listening. Go on out and support the Kickstarter. I know I will be getting one, and I'll be having a Pasty Fest game night here as soon as I get that final product. So, go on out and support the Kickstarter. Once again, the website, which will link directly to the Kickstarter once it's live, is ks.cmxgames.com. Of course, if you like the podcast, you can go ahead and check out www.chippewavalleygeek.com. Download the full episode. Check out the show notes. Check out the blog. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on Facebook. Writing a whole lot of checks here that our mouths can cash. I'm not quite sure what that means, but hey, sounds good. Later, folks. Thanks for listening. Remember, don't be that guy. Bye. Bye.